Welcome to Season 5 of Coffee with Dr. Stewart. This show will provide our listeners with up-to-date medical information from a leading neurotologist and genomic specialist. I invite you to sit back, grab your favorite beverage or cup of coffee, and let's have Coffee with Dr. Stewart. Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of Coffee with Dr. Stewart. I am your host, Kara Stewart-Mullins, and I am here to talk to our medical providers of genomics nutrition. Hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. Stewart. How are you? Hello, Kara. We have some exciting news. I feel like we always have exciting news, but this is really exciting. Yes. So for those of you who have been with us through this journey of nutrigenomics and releasing panels and the 55 report and... All that fun stuff. Well, we are making a huge change as of May 1st. Uh, The company name is actually changing, right, Dr. Stewart? Yep. Okay, so genomics nutrition just really didn't make sense to us anymore uh, due to the fact that um, we're going to be getting into pharmacogenetics. We're going to be getting into blood work. We're going to be doing lots of things. We just opened our lab here in Austin, Texas, Mm -hmm. and uh, we have made an announcement that we will now be called GX Sciences, and we're a company for that's going to offer innovative genomic solutions, right? right? That's correct. Okay, so as of May 5th, and this will be a formal announcement to everybody, that's our new company, it's going to be GX Sciences, still going to be able to offer everything that we have now, but we are bringing out 13 genetic panels. Yeah, wow. basically um, <laughs> what happened is... Uh, you know, the nutrigenomic space is exploding. Exploding, yes. And uh, I can't tell you how many emails I get uh, with people wanting me to look at specific SNPs. And mm-hmm. So we felt like it was to our best interest to actually upgrade the lab. And so, you know, you know previously, if you knew, we had a lab in, in San Antonio. And so what we did is we upgraded um, the lab, moved it to Austin, mm-hmm. upgraded the machinery. We're trying to get a turnaround of uh, five to ten days. Uh, as opposed to two to three weeks, right? And um, hopefully, even less than five days if we if we really we'll do get it there. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we also realized that um, when you start adding new genes, uh, you need to have control of the project. Yeah. And um, so what happened is we, uh, Kara and I, ran into uh, a gentleman that uh, used to work for our uncle. Our uncle um, <laughs> was a um, founder of a lab called CPL, which is uh, Clinical Pathology uh, Laboratories. And uh, this gentleman, Mike Willoughby, um, uh, had been in the lab sector for over 20 years, and we just kind of hit it off, and it made sense. And boy, he he runs a world-class lab. And <laughs> it's already up and running. <laughs> we should. Um, we would love for you to come over and actually tour our lab. Yeah, it's right here in South Austin. I think you will be blown away the couple of doctors that have just come to town for different reasons that I took over there were completely blown away. We've got a new PhD on staff, yes. an amazing laboratory director. And so if you have any PhD questions, we have a <laughs> wonderful uh, Dr. Steve Finkbeiner. Yeah. And Steve comes from New Orleans, so don't hold it against him, but uh, uh, he is uh, he is your ultimate genetic PhD. He's also a biochemist, so he's one of those guys that actually uh, uh, we can stun each other, so that's that's hard to do. That's very hard to do. So if you know Dr. Stewart. he's just a great guy, easy to talk to. Uh, we will have him presenting at at some of our uh, lectures, just our workshops, just kind of showing what's happening. But here's what happens. So we basically have expanded the panel to 115 to 120 currently. Genes, genes, and so when I when we have a panel of 120 genes, it's 55 is overwhelming enough, right? 
uh, we still will be offering the 55 for people if they choose to have it because that's kind of a, an all-encompassing piece. But what we found out was that with this 120, we could offer a whole lot more functionality to the provider. Now, here's the problem. When you start going to 120 genes um, or, or more than that, which is going to be eventually, all of a sudden you're offering a cost point that is just not not appropriate for the patient. And so after we kind of brainstormed on it, um, what they asked me to do was to take the 120 and divide it essentially into 13 different panels. Right. And so those panels um, uh, will, when we see the patient, we will actually run the entire 120 genes and stick them in a database. Mm -hmm. So we have all that information in the database. But what we're going to then do is, according to how you, you, um, what you desire in that patient, we will reach in and grab the panel that you specifically want and report that to the patient. And we have uh, new software being developed. I think it will be much more functional for you. It will also be much more self-explanatory, I guess is a good way to put it. In fact, we're going to work very hard. Our new software works very hard on the summary page to try to simplify the process. But the ones that we're going to actually talk about today are – what we call what I call the major panels, and those major panels, um, there's uh, currently six to seven of them. Depends on how you want to look at it. Right. And then we have the minor panels, which basically you can subdivide into GI. Um, yeah, I was just going to read. Real, I, let, let me just just go ahead and tell you what those these panels are. We've got. They're gonna, we're going to talk about what I call the core panels. There's, there's like you said, about four or five. We're going to talk about three of them today. But we've got foundation, methylation, wellness, which is a, a panel in itself, immune, autoimmune, neurological, psych, neurotransmitter, chronic pain, which I think is huge, mm-hmm. gastrointestinal, autophagy panel, detoxification, developmental, women's health, men's health, pre-surgical, diet, and wellness, and then, of course, still offering the 55 SNP report. Sure. Wow. Yep. You've been working really hard. I yep. know that. Drive me crazy. Okay. Well, since everybody understands methylation, that's what, you know, you've, you're known as the methylation doc. Mm-hmm. And all the workshops, you know, it's always a discussion. Let's start there. So I've got the new panel report in front of me. Okay. And it's pretty cool because it's all color-coded, The you know, the pluses, the minuses. It's got... The recommended nutrients, you know, recommended formulas, provider discretion, lifestyle recommendations, laboratory recommendations, health precautions. Right. Gives you a lot more information than we currently have on our report. So break that down for us. Okay. So this is uh, stuff that you, if you've used our testing, you're all familiar with. This is the the entire process of um, methylation from folate 1 and 2 all the way through uh, MTHFR. Okay. Uh, we've also included the SLC19A1, which is the reduced folate carrier, uh, solute carrier. And so we will get a very good feel for methylfolate metabolism in the first section. So what we did is we went ahead and divided the methylfolate metabolism from the methyl E12 metabolism. Okay. SNPs. You separated them mm-hmm. on the report. Separated them In this panel particularly. Mm-hmm. And so we've got the FOLR1 and 2, dihydrofolate reductase, MTHFD1, uh, MTHFR, uh, both, both forms, and then the SLC1981. And then when we got to the B12 metabolism, we have um, MTRR, right. which is the, the recycling of methionine reductase, uh, the B12 for methionine reductase. And so that will tell you whether you need methyl B12 to help the methionine replenishment. 
And then you have uh, gastric intrinsic factor, TCN1 and 2. And wow. so that will tell us about the cellular delivery, uh, intestinal delivery of B12. And it just basically gives us an idea of a um, problem with any of the B12 transport from food all the way through. Um, then we put went ahead and put the VDR-TAC in there. And I've, I've been asked why I don't put the BSM in. Um, when you look at VDR-TAC and BSM, I've only seen one report out of well, actually, two reports out of 7,000 where those were different. Really? Okay. And so if one of them's heterozygous, the other one's heterozygous. And so when we're trying to conserve wells, so if you know anything about um, genetic, testing. genetic testing, typically most machines work on a 64 or 128 well plate. And so we can't use the corner plates because they're partial plates, so we have 60 wells. Mm -hmm. And so when we're trying to decide, because literally I have 140 SNPs that I could Right, use. I know. <laughs> and so we decided to compress it to 115 just to make sure we launch this as we go. Right. And so it just didn't make sense to add a SNP that's always the same as the other one. Right. So that's why we stuck with the VDR tech. Which is extremely important. And you can just, just trust it. Right. Okay. And then um, we have all the mitochondrial respiratory. Change. Yeah, this is why I want to ask you. So, you know, I'm always, I'm so used to seeing mitochondria separate. And mm -hmm. I always just looked at it separate. How, why is it on the methylation panel? Can you it's explain It's not on the methylation panel. It's actually, this is the foundation wellness Foundation panel. wellness panel. Meaning that everybody needs gasoline. Everybody needs oil. Makes sense. Everybody needs vitamin D. Right. And everybody needs to know how good their, their batteries work. I love that this is on this one panel. Just though. one panel. This so this is for panel. all people. All people, no matter healthy, sick, whatever. 21 genes Because a lot it. of people viewed um, the GX Nutrition or Genomics Nutrition report, the 55, as the sick person's panel. Ah. Do you understand? Yeah. Um, people started to kind of get that. But this is a little panel that... Obviously, I'd say it's little because it's 21 oh, genes it's a, and it's, it's a, a lot of information. It's a panel that really tells us about your general wellness and, and how we can help you um, maintain that. Okay. Okay? Okay. Without getting deep into um, markers that predict um, bad things. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> or, not, or inadequate things. I wouldn't say bad. So getting back to the mitochondrial that's on this panel mm -hmm. with the methylation. So this is the entire respiratory chain. Nice. Okay. And these are the ones that are very, very common and it actually will define exactly what you need and um, whether you need it or not. And in a general rule for me, um, we if you've ever been to one of my um, uh, workshops, you can see that I have a methodology to determine the strength of the mitochondria. It is not scientifically accurate, but it works clinically very well. Right. And um, in essence, it um, basically will tell us whether we need mitochondrial assistance or not. Okay. And that's pretty much what it is. Now, getting to the, the lifestyle recommendations and the laboratory recommendations, which we've never had on the 55 report. Hey, so I mean, a little bit here and there, but... Those are added columns, so tell us about those. Okay, so um, I don't know if any of you know um, about the laboratory industry. Um, we've gotten a tremendous amount of insight from Mr. Willoughby, mm -hmm. um, our executive that's over the lab. Um, you will be shocked at how much the margins are for the laboratories that go through insurance. They are, and yeah, so they make a lot of money. We And really he tells us, um, and it makes perfect sense, that the biggest hassle for most people is getting access for the laboratory draw 
uh, to the patient. And so there are some new devices out. In fact, one of them is called the TAP system where you actually uh, put a little device on your shoulder, you push a button, and it painlessly dissolve, uh, removes um, a like specific a amount of, of plasma. Uh, it takes plasma. about five minutes. Oh, five minutes. Yeah, okay. and that, you can do it at home. And what we've decided to do is, which will be later this summer, bring in um, devices so that we can offer people or practitioners uh, testing that uh, patients don't have to go to a specific lab. And we've also decided to bring the price way down to where they... Um, An affordable cash price. Where they can do it for cash because... Um, um, it's just atrocious. Uh, Mr. Willoughby will actually tell us, and since I'm talking to providers, he will tell us that in the third quarter, the board would meet for most laboratories, and if they were behind, they'd just jack up the patient prices. Because they can. Because they can. And so whatever the insurance didn't pay, they could bill the patients. Right. And then when the new year came around, they jacked the prices back down. Uh, well, so. yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It's business, but... The one thing that I like about, you know, so if you wanted to do a drop ship to a patient to get their genetics, you know, ran before your appointment, sure, you can put in the laboratories, the laboratory, mm-hmm. this uh, tasso that you're talking about mm-hmm. to send with the kit to their house. They can put that on their arm, draw the blood, they can swab themselves, and then they can ship it to our lab and everything is ran. That's correct. And you have all the results and information you need on that patient prior to the appointment. That's correct. That is amazing. Yes. I hate to go to the blood draw place well, I do too. <laughs> and take and your child. I mean, you, we don't know how well a child's going to, with autism or something, would s- sit with that on their arm. Well, but they're a little sensory. We've had, we have tried it a little bit. Right. They do seem to do fine. Okay. A lot of times we move back around to the back a little bit. And Where they may not notice. Yeah, and it actually feels, Pretty amazing. I mean, you can feel it, but it's not painful. You know, like I always say, this is the future, people. You know, it's the future of genetics and blood draw and, and everything that we're doing. And we also will have a finger prick method. So the dry blood spot is nasty. Right. It's um, hard. It's hard. Um, there also are some other devices to gather it up very cleanly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so this is this is where we're headed, but we're going to be offering a lot of laboratories that you, that you want so that we can – Try to service as many people as we can. Right, right, and if and you make can, your life easier. And there's a lot of uh, providers out there that should be able to order a blood draw that can't. Sure. So you know, let let the people that are the functional medicine. And in fact, if your patient wants it uh, from anybody, you can have them order. Right, and the, another thing too, I just want to make sure that everybody's clear. This 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 is testing that's only offered through the providers. Mm-hmm. This is I get that question all the time. Do you offer this to consumers? No, this is a provider-only test. I want to make that our tagline, Providers, provider orders for providers, you know, this testing for providers because Correct. it needs to be in the hands of the providers because it's a lot of information on the patient Correct. to get them well or to get that prevention. Correct. Tell me about the, the lifestyle recommendations column. Well, the lifestyle recommendations comes um, as far as the methylation wellness, there's there's not very many. Okay. But when you get into the other panels, there are certain situations, certain markers where you may need to avoid certain nutritional elements. You may like with need the to, GI panel? Yeah, you may need to um, avoid certain drugs or you right. may expect something doesn't quite work as well um, because of that marker. 
You also, uh, when we get into the diet panel eventually, we mm-hmm. will be able to tell you exactly what type of exercise is best for your genes. Right. That's exciting. We'll be able to tell you exactly what type of diet is best for your genes mm-hmm. instead of you just uh, talking to your girlfriends and <laughs> This worked for me out. and I lost 40 yeah. pounds. Or going to Pinterest and saying, oh, look at this cool <laughs> diet. Um, and then... Um, it also will tell us about uh, the diet panels, really in particular, very fun. We're not, right. we're not talking about that today, but it also tells us the typical dietary supplements and whether they work for you. Right. And so that's a that's a good one. But like, for instance. Um, well, let's get into the next core panel. Okay. Let's get into the immune autoimmune panel. Okay. You know, I love this one because, gosh, every, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I'm in the industry, but autoimmune has just taken over the world. Well, and everybody's it, got something with yeah, that. There's probably reasons for that, which we can talk about some other right. time. But what what has really happened, this is probably the panel that has changed the most. Um, um, there are, um, well, if you've been to my workshop, you understand that I talk about on switches and off switches mm-hmm. and control of inflammation. We have a lot of uh, new interleukin markers that can give us a lot better a feeling for people um, and their particular risk or need for us to control inflammation. And so in addition to the ones that you've typically seen, we have interleukin-6, we have the um, TRAF-1, we have the SOCS, we have the interleukin-23R, interleukin-2R, IRF-5, DRD-2. These are, uh, the DRD-2 is really interesting because um, when you're a, when you're a uh, practitioner who's an MD or a DO, um, low-dose naltrexone is something we use, and we right. can actually tell um, which patients will respond better to low-dose naltrexone and who can't. Right. And so what this is really about is just giving us all that more information to be able to counsel that patient appropriately and, and reemphasize to them how important inflammatory control is because I will tell you two to three times a week, I see somebody that I had seen a year or two ago who – was terrible. They got better. Mm-hmm. They felt great, and they went off of everything, and and then went back down the rabbit and came hole. Came crashing down, and they always come in and say, "Doctor Stewart, that's really proof that your stuff works." But well, I always tell people, if you don't think the supplements are working, just stop them. Yeah, and then they go, "Oh my gosh, I wish I had never stopped them right. because it's harder to get back on the track." So these are just new snips that'll add a lot of value. What we're trying to do also is give ourselves better insight, right, over patient groups, and that's another thing with the lab. I want to tell you, we are planning on investing in a next. Next-gen sequencer. Right. And next-gen sequencers, uh, if you don't know about them, they basically can basically um, map the entire genome of a patient in about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so those next-gen sequencers are where we can do research. Uh, We can um, look at specific patient groups and start to match different SNPs for those. And so kind of an artificial intelligence mapping. And so those are things that are in the future. But these are just some that have really stood out. Well, these are the ones that are going to get people better. That's correct. I mean, so you have it, you know, broken down into three three sections, inflammation, cellular, you've got autophagy. Um, Autophagy is the big thing. And when you have lifestyle changes. Right, uh, the 12-hour fasting. Right, and autophagy, um, 12-hour fasting, 12 to 15-hour fasting is really Mm -hmm. important. Exercise is important. And so um, we also uh, consider certain tests – you know, we want to make sure our microbiome stays healthy. Um, you know, there's just different facets right. that you want to kind of take into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. As Because what you're really doing here in most patients is you're assisting them in getting out of a hole. Right. And then what you're trying to do is potentiate, and a lot of times diet plays a big role, the microbiome plays a big role. 
um, how their eating habits play a big role. Yeah, and know. I noticed that you know you have the HLA, the DQA one and two, which mm-hmm. is usually on the GI part. Mm-hmm. You have this in the inflammatory panel. Yeah, but that's an environmental inflammation. Ah, very interesting. So we also have the DRB one and two, which actually tells us about people who are highly mold sensitive. Yeah, you have uh, 29 genes on this panel, but broken down into three categories, which makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least for providers that know what they're doing, <laughs> you know, it's 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 very helpful. And then the summary page just just And the other thing with autophagy everything. is we actually are able to tell. Autophagy plays a role in cleaning cells, but it also plays a role in cleaning bad bacteria from the bowel. Wow. And so... You know, there are some people that just do better with with natural anti-infectives in their bowel all the time. And so we'll be able to tell who those people are. Wow, that's amazing. I, I knew we were only going to be able to get through two panels. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we you know what? We're going to have a lot more of these um, that we're going to go by the panels so that we can start to explain how your brain works sure. and how the panels can fit into any practices um, way um, that they choose for their patients. Right. And I think it's a game changer. I'm super excited to launch it. And um, there'll be plenty of email communication of when the panels will be released, when they'll be available, and the pricing. Um, But thank you, Dr. Stewart, for explaining the first two. You're so welcome. All right, everybody. We hope you have a beautiful and blessed day. And thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. This show is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. Dr. Stewart serves as the chief science officer and lead formulator for neurobiologics and advises you to consult with your own medical professional on any information given during this programming. This information is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or medical condition. 